You're listening to Mitnick's Monthly Brushstrokes, a podcast on the art of outsmarting, the fun part that sets you apart. I'm Keith Mitnick, author of Don't Eat the Bruises, How to Foil Their Plans to Spoil Your Case. For more information, please visit keithmitnick.com. This next podcast has to do with when's the best time to cross-examine a defense expert in a car crash case, med mal case, or any other case. And the best time to cross-examine them is to start the process in opening statement. When's the best time to start your cross-examination of the defense expert? And it is not, surprisingly, when the judge says, Mr. Mitnick, would you like to cross-examine? It is before then. You want to jump out in front of that expert witness. Why? And how? Well, the how is you want to start it in voir dire and or opening statement. The why is they wouldn't be calling this expert if they were not charming and impressive and persuasive. There's a reason they keep hiring them over and over. And they are very difficult to cross-examine when they've finished direct exam and he has all the jurors or she has all the jurors eating out of their hand. So that doesn't mean you can't cross-examine them and swing the pendulum, but you've got a tougher battle. What if you could get out in front of it and take all their charm away before they walked in the courtroom? That's what I am suggesting we do. In Vordire, for example, you can start the process by saying, one of the things as jurors you'll be asked to do is judge the believability of witnesses, and that includes expert witnesses. And the judge will tell you you can use your common sense and you can look at things to see if they're being evasive or they're answering questions straight, that they seem to really be pushing hard for the side that hired them, or they just letting the chips fall where they may. You know, some experts fall into a category where they're just a legitimate educator, a reliable educator. Let the chips fall where they may. And others, because they're paid by one side, can end up becoming a paid persuader with an agenda. And one of the things you're supposed to do as jurors is you weigh that and look at their demeanor and things like that, and you decide that. Are all of you feel comfortable, even though they may have a bunch of training and schooling and education and things that you don't, that you can rely on your common sense and look at those basic things to decide, just like any other witness, the level of their believability? You're all comfortable with doing that. Anybody not? Now, when you finish that, in opening, you can't be talking about, it's probably argumentative to be getting into paid persuaders versus reliable educator. But in Vordire, you're not talking about anybody. You're talking about a general principle. So it's a good starting point. Now, let's move to opening statement. And let's take Dr. Jones, and we'll use a car crash case where they use them all the time. And it goes like this. Now, you've already done your side of opening, and we're down into the in context versus out of side of it. And you say one of the things they're going to do is they're going to bring Dr. Jones to you. And let me tell you what the evidence is going to show as to Dr. Jones. He has been hired dozens of times 
by this lawyer, and he works for the defense all the time. He makes lots of money working for the defense. In fact, you're going to hear he's made $20,000 in this case alone. And he's going to tell you that my client had no problems before this crash, was in this crash, and got hurt in the crash, and it caused pain. And that about six weeks out, my client had had pain for those full six weeks, had gotten medical treatment for the pain from an injury that happened in this crash that was all related to it, according to him. But about six weeks later, my client went to bed one night with the pain, woke up the next morning with the identical pain, but by that next morning, it was suddenly, when they went to bed, it was all from the crash. When they woke up, the crash was all just a big coincidence and completely and utterly unrelated. And you're going to have to decide how reasonable that is. Now, let me tell you how you're going to know when Dr. Jones gets here. He's got gray hair. He'll be wearing a really pretty suit of, you know, probably gray or, or maybe dark blue. He's a handsome fellow, and he's got huge credentials. And you'll know he's here because the judge will say, call your next witness. And one of these lawyers over here will say, Your Honor, we call Dr. Jones. That'll be the guy I'm talking about. Now, when you finish that, trust me, Dr. Jones is going to walk in the courtroom, and he's going to expect all this adulation that he normally gets from the jurors, and they're going to be wowed by all of his training and schooling and multiple board certifications and how slick talking and all the analogies he used. And he's going to think his zipper's down or something when he looks around and nobody is worshiping him. He will not know that you've taken that out of the equation before he ever stepped in court. And trust me, then it is far easier to cross-examine Dr. Jones from that perspective than having him wow him and then try and dig out of that hole. For more information, please visit keithbitnick.com.